Ho, ho, ho. It is coming up to that time of year. And if you're listening to this, it means you're listening to the best way to recap the hashtag AppleEDU chat from EMEA and Americas. That's right. It's last night recap. I'm your host, Martin Coots, and I'm joined as ever across the airwaves and across the microphones by my friends and colleagues. We started with Matt last week. Hey, so how are you start doing? with Johan. Hey, Johan. Yes, good. Um, I'm good. How are you? Christmas is here. So I'm really uh, looking forward to it. The, the tree is lit and I have a star on the top. That... Good. So I'm all happy. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Obviously getting to that time of year for a lot of people, Christmas, Hanukkah, um, all the other sort of celebrations that happen this time of year. Yeah, looking forward to it. I uh, stopped doing... Uh, my, my work for this year yesterday so I'm I'm kind of in a, a wind down mode this week sort of getting caught up in some things and then getting excited for things happening next week um, with you know having two small oh, children it's it's an exciting time of year uh, I'm, I'm, in the house just now so I'm just thinking of Festivus for there. the rest of us if you're watching <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but I think the the question that everyone wants to know when you and I talk to each other is it's how's your weather? really what I want. It's really damp. It's it's London here. Okay. It's not really white Christmas. Oh, okay. So we have to wait for that. I didn't want to say, but that's the reality. No. Sure. You know, global warming. It's a wonderful thing. He's giggling in the back. (laughs) It's global. That's exactly it. And speaking of warming, someone who is giggling in the background, I have no idea. I don't know what that segue was. (laughs) He's got, yeah, he's got, he's got, um, he's got some extra um, letters after his name after today. It is, what do we call you? Master Matthew Pullen? Matthew Pullen, master of what what do we see? Like collecting as many letters as you possibly can. So ADE and APLS and uh, RTC and now MA. Yeah. So I'm not sure what word you can spell out of it, but I'm sure I'm sure you could probably come up with something rude on the M S T R. Stop it now, (laughs) (laughs) Mister Mister. Well, I was going to say M A T. It's the you know Voldemort. Voldemort. (laughs) Voldemort. So, yes, for everyone listening today, it was a very proud day, I think, for, for you and your family. You, of course, uh, graduated with your master's, so Thank congratulations, yeah, good sir. It was, uh, it was a nice day. Just um, wife and son came along with me, which was nice to sort of share it with them as well. So You look yeah, good. Really, really good. Thank you. Yeah. I also I also look back at my picture of myself when I graduated. As good as Matt can. Yeah. <laughs> when I graduated 19 years ago, doing my undergraduate and uh, comparing how I've changed. A lot more wrinkles, a lot more body fat, a lot more hair. Character, uh, it's called. A lot more character. That's it, I like that. But that was, yeah, that's it. You've got, definitely... you've got a definition, yeah. I think it's probably yeah. the best way to probably describe like that, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so do you feel any different now that you... Do you feel smarter than everybody now? No, not at all, no. If anything, less smart. Okay. <laughs> you if feel smart in that, uh, you know, outfit. Yes, that was it. I looked smart. Well, that, 
you did indeed. You 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 know, red seems to be your colour. Yeah. Uh, which is always a always a good thing. But it accentuates yeah. your so uh I don't know. His <laughs> his definition. Thank you. <laughs> He's a Liverpool fan. Oh, He's a Liverpool fan. Yeah. Oh Liverpool, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was yeah, this is true. Yeah. He was just wearing he was but, wearing yeah. his team's colour, so it's absolutely fine. And we heard someone hey, else guys, speaking ho, in the ho, background. Ho to you too. Hey Kurt. Uh, yeah, how are you? Yeah. And then it went quiet. <laughs> yeah, but we're still here. Okay, good. So, is it Where back? are you? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the big I wonder, question. I wonder. That's the big question. Um, I would say as a tip for this weekend, and I think you know it already, I'll be driving there for Christmas. Oh, nice. I think I know where you are. I, 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 on the I, West I, Coast? I, no, not on the West Coast. <gasps> I, I think it, it could well so be, what are we thinking? Philadelphia. Exactly, that's where I will be, and I am right now. There we go. I'm I'm getting good at this. Well now. done, Matt. Exactly. <laughs> nice. So yeah, me texting like... you my location and then making a cryptic description. <laughs> it's works. like three yeah. options. Don't tell them that bit. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's like how we got that yeah. master degree. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I owe you the money. Yeah, right. It's this is yeah this. Yeah. Is... <laughs> Yeah, so that basically, was, it's Kurt texting that for the degree. Table. Yeah, yeah. No, it's called collaboration. That's how it works. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> so, well, now that we're collaborating, Kurt, do you want to tell everyone what's yes, coming up and on collaboration this is, week's it's episode? What it's all about. Um, starting with the hashtag of the week, which are actually hashtags of the week, because I want to call out all those people who are starting um, or have been going for a few days already. Um, on challenges and pushing our creativity. And um, the first hashtag I want to highlight is hashtag 12 days of creativity. Um, the next day is 25 days of AR. Um, and then we've got the hashtag keynote doodle a day. And we'll talk a little bit more about that because um, that's going to come up at the EMEA chat that was hosted by Simon Pyle and Alice Nutt, um, which was doodle a day. And then... Um, the one I'm running now is hashtag shape your holidays, which is in the third challenge. And uh, next week you'll have challenge number four um, leading up to what happened at the Americas chat. And that was festive creativity with students hosted by Bethany Nugent and Bree Buck. So a jam packed um, last night recap episode all about creativity. I'm guessing. Are you guys ready for that? Yeah. Hope. Bring it on. Definitely. So, if you want to kick back, get comfortable, make this is your warning. There's going to be a little jingle. Go get yourself relaxed. When we come back, yeah, we'll go and leave me a chat. Sound good, guys? Let's do it. Welcome back. Hopefully you heeded the warning, got yourself a comfort break and are back. Listen to hear all about the Doodly Day recap. As Kurt said, this was hosted by Simon Pyle and Alice Nutt. And from the EMEA side, this was actually the last chat of 2019. So it really became a way to um, round it all out. We had a, between the, the teaching session that finished in June and the remainder of the chats that we had since August, we had some amazing hosts and some amazing chats. So for those of you who are listening and you've hosted and taken part, thank you very much for your efforts and your work. 
Um, this was a, a, a lovely chat. This this um, coincides with, as Kurt said, the hashtag, hashtag Keynote Doodle of Day, um, which they've been doing, which ties in with their book all about getting stuff done with um, Keynote. So Tweet of the Week is from Jacob Wilcock, um, and it's a visual tweet, but I'll put the... Um, I'll put the link to it in the show notes. The last question was all about creating a a 2020 picture. What are your hopes? And I thought this just kind of summed up what we have tried to do with last night recap. He said, "Um, I cheated a bit and did this doodle thing this morning. My hopes for 2020 are that I can explore and connect on a global level. I want to travel, learn and connect both myself and my classes with other educators around the world to learn as much as I can. And the the thing that really struck me about that was this um, this podcast wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the fact that the four of us became friendly through international travel that we've done and the fact that we have been together and we've connected on a personal and professional level. And I thought that was a, a, a nice kind of um, goal for 2020 um, for, for Jacob to, to have. What do you think? I think massively. I think um, obviously meeting Jacob for the first time in in uh, wherever we were in in the Netherlands, yeah, uh, in the summer, um, and you know it's great to have that face to face connection with people. Uh, I'm sure I've I've talked to him on social media many a time, but um, having that face to face is is great. And I think uh, as you said, we've all met because we've. Um, we've had those opportunities and, and lots of great things have come out of it in various different projects in various different forms, this being just one of them. So mm-hmm. and seeing the things that Jacob does on on Twitter that he shares around, I think, you know, he, he'll just go from strength to strength as he as he reaches out and actually makes those sort of more formal connections with people if he if he gets that chance to to travel and meet up with them. So I look forward to seeing what he comes up with really. Yeah, likewise, I um, I I met Jacob, spoken to him online, but met him at uh, the the thing we were doing in the the Netherlands, and he actually appeared in my podcast, uh, the the other podcast I do, my personal one, um, when we were looking at iPadOS features that were coming out, um, and he's actually he's a really nice guy, he's mm. a really sort of passionate talented educator he's been doing some some wonderful tutorial videos and i think having that kind of goal is um for more people to kind of see what 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 he brings to the table and what uh, skill he has is is going to be a good thing um johan and kurt i know you won't have, have met him but obviously we are we're all quite close as a result do you th- do you um he's welcome he's welcome yes, to come yeah, on yeah, so Jacob, if you're yeah. listening and you're ever in the philadelphia era then um, you've got a place to sleep. <laughs> sleep for you guys. You can, yeah. yeah. Hashtag where's Kurt and you, uh, hashtag where's Kurt and Jacob. If you can find <laughs> Kurt, you can stay with them. So yeah, that, I think definitely. that seems to be it. If you find Kurt, it's like where's <clears throat> Wally, but it's where's Kurt. Uh, and the difference is, instead of finding a guy with this, oh no, you might actually be wearing a stripy jumper sometimes. I, you've got I might have something style. up my sleeve for next yeah. week. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> good. Or something uh, on my sleeve for next week. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> Nice. So um, just to, to, to go into um, the, the question that I'm wanting to recap. Now, I'm actually going to set the three of you a challenge. In our, um, in our show notes, there is a 2020 image. Now, you, if you can get it done during the show, that's fine. But what I would like you to do is by the time we release this show, probably at this rate tomorrow morning, so probably about 
12 hours from now. I would like you to have completed this drawing with your with with a visual representation of what we're going to talk about just now. Okay. Cool. Now, I am wanting you to tell me your education or professional hopes for 2020. I'm doing it slightly different this time. I'm not wanting to get your opinion in terms of discussion in a roundtable. I actually want to hear what you hope to do next year as a way to round this out. So, Matt, I'm going to come to you last because there's a few things that you and I are going to be doing together. But, Johan, what are your educational or even professional or even personal hopes for 2020? Oh, <laughs> that's hard, mate. Yeah. Uh, but um, on a professional level, I would like to, uh, as you know, I, I moved into a private company that actually helps out. It's It was a traditional LMS, but when I came in, it totally took another turn. And we just want to support the part that... Google or Apple or Microsoft can't do uh, mm -hmm. on a national level, we want to provide. So we are uh, on a, what do you say, shadowing those systems and we just want to help you out with uh, grading or um, assessments or anything that you want to do. And from a professional point of view, I just want to build a really cool system that helps teachers to not do admin things. Okay. They need to be with all the students. So I just want to provide a lot of more hours for teachers in front and together with our students and have a good time. And that's my goal. You know, like, just have a great time in school so you don't have to worry about all those boring admin things. You I mean, just that's yeah. yeah, that's that's, that's my goal, actually. Good. That's a and that's it. aspiration. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. I mean, we all know what workload and time and what how much time is taken up by um, admin tasks, as you say, the marking, the, the making sure that reports are written, making sure that the tracking, the monitoring, the attainment, yeah. all of these boxes are ticked. So and it's, it's, it sounds boring, but literally when I got this offer, I, I, I said, put your money where your mouth is because I, I'm been trying to avoid all these systems for so such a long time. But you need mm -hmm. them from a government, government point of view. And I just need them to be that silent, that behind the scenes so you just can get time with your students. That's what I'm doing. That's my goal. And that's my vision more or less that's a great mission I, I look forward to seeing what your your doodle is going to look like um to to actually put those words into pictures if you can um we'll see <laughs> kurt as someone who is um always doing something new something challenging something different that reaches so many educators where do you take that in 2020 what do you do how do you up your game how do you ensure that new challenges new breaths new depth is is there what do you do um staying connected um with people and and building on those relationships um just read a book about uh it's called face to face um, and it's about eye contact and and this guy this author um set himself a challenge of connecting with a new person every day and hearing their story and then bringing something to the conversation that he thinks that might be interesting for them 
So you have a, have a giveaway or a takeaway, however you want to call it. Um, so connecting with people and hearing their stories um, helps me a lot, helps me stay with my feet on the ground. Um, and, and specifically in education, um, as we talk about education, I never wanted to turn into like this magician um, show. Um, mm-hmm. And so helping me with those challenges, because I do want to keep inspiring and challenging people to unlock their full potential and um, just learners, you know, by talking to me, I, I cannot switch and my educational brain off. So I see learning in everything. Um, yeah. So I want to keep going and experiencing new things. And, and I luckily have a wife who pushes me out of my comfort zone the whole time. Um, so I get to learn a lot. And then I get to see that in the work. And hopefully I can turn that into some things again that, that could be downloaded or manipulated or enhanced. And um, I'm always surprised um, by the feedback that comes back on social media of putting out an empty canvas with just like a, a little touch like a gingerbread man or a red dot on it and then see how far people can take it. I mean, you guys do that. With, uh, with drawing challenges and, and this whole uh, doodle a day does that. So um, I want to keep inspiring leaders and educators and to, for people to keep growing and seeing talent and, and, and helping that talent um, fully blossom. It's a, it's a unique gift that people have when they can see a creative project in everything that they have around them, in everyday objects, everyday scenarios, seeing how you can actually flip that and turn it into an inspirational uh, challenge. And I think everyone who follows along with your, you know, shape, shape your creativity, your um, tiny emojis, the, the things that you do that really spark creativity, learning, and that passion for learning that you have when that comes across... I think that's Thank something you. that I think when that is a unique gift that you have and I always look forward to see what you bring and I think if you're if you're going to be taking that up to 11 within 2020 and I've and got some more things, things up my sleeve um, I'm sure you do <laughs> I, I can't wait to now that I've got a little bit more time uh, this week I'll be taking part in Oh, some of great. these challenges and adding some some i'm curious to about today's because it's it's uh it's a video yet it's a little bit of an animation one um the, the if if people get to download the template um it's an animated christmas sweater um and i always Ooh. try to link it to those today at apple sessions because they've helped yeah. me i mean they're free and and here we are talking about them again i know um almost sound like a like a sandwich man <laughs> for uh, today at Apple. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Um, it's because it's given me so much um, just to work with other educators and see how they teach. And there's always something I can learn. And and having that beginner's mindset is what makes my work that I put out there for people to interact with um, so simple that, that people say, okay, I can do this. Um, I don't have to be a tech nerd um, to, to tackle this. 
and that's the that's the important thing there is that a lot of people think that you have to have I've I've had it with a lot of teachers who've been coming into my sessions over the past few weeks the first thing they say I'm not technical and I said but you're an experienced teacher that's mm -hmm. always my automatic reply is you're experienced at teaching what I'm going to show you is how the technology will complement your existing practice not replace it enhance it and mm -hmm. that's that's the key thing there you don't have to be technically minded in order to be inspired and, and and be able to create brilliant can't wait to see what you do next year kurt i've got Max, my uh, filters ready for you so if you yeah are... well i got my uh, i got some <laughs> off of uh, amazon they came the other day i've got my color filters they even come in a little velcro i think uh, i have wallet. the same one is it is it a is it a a black wallet with with blue ribbons with like? blue ribbon yeah, yeah. and yeah. then and then all of the colors are are they've got little cards inside that groups them into their their separate they're areas. like postcards tiny they're postcards. like postcards yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, i've got the exact same one uh, from santa claus hashtag ah. my wife in, in this uh area but yeah there we go. I know which ones you're talking about. Hey, that's the <laughs> great minds think alike, Kurt. That's the that's the thing. Matt, um, twenty nineteen has brought uh, many changes for you. One of which we've just spoken about. The other one, of course, is you've just started uh, Think Creative, where you're doing a lot for yourself. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you going to take it in twenty twenty? What are you going to do to to top it? Um, the first thing is to invent teleportation. Um, just to, to get around the country a little bit easier. It uh, would be so much easier. <laughs> Seeing in traffic jams is... Oh, so you're working on that. I, I, <laughs> yeah. That's why Martin was so glitchy in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry for the disturbances. It yeah, takes yeah, a lot of power. He said something about you guys working It's not on like the together. jingles. <laughs> um, yeah, well, next year. Um, just kind of keep building on things, I think. Um, I've really enjoyed this year working with schools and trying to help them on their journeys and, and what they're trying to achieve. Um, you know, we've we've got some things to look forward to next year in terms of conferences and, and presentations at, at different events, which is going to be exciting. And, and I suppose something to what we were saying before about Jacob, you know, meeting people, I think they always open up new opportunities. So I think really looking forward to to the opportunities that might come out of those things as well. But Absolutely. Um, we've also just gone gone one-to-one -one, um, in uni on our course, or, or the, our new course that starts in 2020 will be one-to-one. -one. So a lot of sort of planning and preparation for that to make sure that it's fully integrated and we're not just thinking about showing them how to use iPads for teaching, but also making mm -hmm. sure our course is is fully using all of the benefits of, of the technology to to assist our students to engage in higher education in a different way as well so plenty of things on the Matt, horizon yes can i ask you a Please question do. um this is my <laughs> section <laughs> which, yeah. yeah exactly in and leave a message which, which, <laughs> you always say at uni which uni is so it? university uh, for 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 yeah, the yeah. new yeah so uh, we are we are the university of south wales um in in, in great Newport. britain south wales not new south wales <laughs> um i'm not australian so i do not work in australia <laughs> the accent is not a giveaway no no well there the, we go no, no. <laughs> yeah so university of south wales no i'm just yeah it's a okay. beautiful campus Cheers. i've been there and it's Cheers. uh it's it's a it's a lovely building that you're in down Newport. Uh, I like it a lot. It is, and, and I so, think we're we're trying to yeah. sort of match match the course with the surroundings. So we've got a, a really nice, innovative building that 
that you know they've they've obviously thought about in terms of design to be very light and, and airy and um it is a great place to learn and and just really thinking now how we can sort of utilize that from a, a technology point of view and how we can yeah. kind of integrate an innovative learning space and, and an in, innovative sort of use of technology to support the, the students we get a lot of uh, mature students on our course a lot of people returning into education because they've you know had families and what have you and and now come back later yeah yeah and, and with that obviously brings its own pressures of of course of yeah. their families at home and and a course which is traditionally run sort of nine till four doesn't necessarily meet the needs of those people so i think you know by using mobile technology we've got an opportunity to think a little bit differently about what we do uh not just in terms of assessment and those sorts of things but also in terms of how they engage in the course and and when they're in university and how they can collaborate outside of university so yeah nice cool but definitely, um, 2020 sounds like it's going to be a, a jam-packed year. And all the stuff that you, you share on Twitter, you obviously share the stuff that you do with Max, yeah. the stuff that you do individually, and the stuff you do with um, the stuff you do with your students and the, the, the skills that they're developing. So um, keeping a, a, an eye on your Twitter feed is always going to be uh, an interesting place to be and see all of the, the variety of things that you share. What's up with you, Martin? Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. I, I wasn't hinting or anything. No. Um, yeah, obviously. No, but I know a segue when no. when it's coming. <laughs> it's, I wasn't actually. No, Me as well. Oh shoot! Um, I'm not that. Oh, oh, I'm oh. not that high pitched. Um, yeah, 2019. Only when excited. Only when I'm excited. Yes, that's you can always tell I'm excited because I go. No, I go six <laughs> octaves higher. Um, We're really interested, actually. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, 20, um, 2019 has brought some changes for me as well. I have left my teaching post and formed my own company as well, similar to Matt. Um, I I don't have any students anymore um, in that I don't have a, a class of students or a year group of students that I work with all the time. But now, uh, teach- How do you feel about that? Mixed, if I'm honest. Um, it's It's been a bit of a transition sort of... Um, yeah. planning my day and sort of knowing exactly what my day is going to look like, not living by a timetable, not living by a, a bell, as Matt's saying, you know, inventing teleportation, that would be ideal for me considering a large chunk of my time since August has been spent in the car travelling between Aberdeen and uh, Glasgow, which is roughly about 160, 170 miles and, you know, we were originally meant to do this recording last night but I left Glasgow at 20 past five and I got into the house at five to nine um, which is you know it's a three and a half hour drive and in some days if depending how I time it it can take me two hours and 50 you know so the the difference between you know 30 40 minutes just being stuck in traffic is massive mm-hmm. um, but it's been it's the the not having pupils yeah I don't know if it'll change as a as I start to go through I mean obviously you and Kurt have both um, been through this where you've come away from having your class of students and you, your students become or your, the people you work with become um, yeah. almost the, the people that, that rely on you day to day. And that's, that's a bit of a difference. I, I'm enjoying the, the variety that I've got now. I've had a chance, um, I've had a chance to, to do a lot more than I thought I would in this short space of time. <clears throat> I've, been, um, I've been to uh, Kurt's 
uh, home country and done some work with teachers over there, um, which I'll be going back to do in 2020. There's some other locations I'll be going to in 2020, working more with uh, people in uh, Glasgow and the rest of Scotland. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the new challenges that, that it's going to bring and obviously continuing to do projects like this, continuing to make connections. I, I, I like making connections with people. I, I, I like finding the, the common ground and the common interests. And, and we might have a live show coming up with you guys, no? We might. There could be. <laughs> I Watch this space. There could be something going on where at least three quarters of the show will be able to do it live. <laughs> um, well, a local. Maybe you can have like an early holiday over there. This is true. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a problem. That would be grand. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yes, it's it's going to be exciting. And if you're listening to this, uh, first of all, thank you. But second of all, I'd like you to tweet at us with your uh, hopes and dreams or your aims for 2020 using the hashtag LastRecap2020. And I'll make sure we, we mention that again at the end of the show. But hashtag LastRecap2020. Just let us know what you're Brilliant. aiming to do in next year, either personally, professionally or both. Guys. Or any donations on Martin's bank account, which is number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, one, two, three, it's, four, it's six, five, six, six, seven, four, eight. five, three. It's <laughs> Matt's got it's, the pin number, right? Yeah, That's Matt's it. got the pin number. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's yeah. It, uh, looking forward to seeing what everyone has to say. And as always, guys, I appreciate your uh, thoughts and inputs and your openness about what you're looking forward to and what you're looking to do next. Kurt, it's about time to come uh, across the pond to the Americas and discuss the Americas Appalachia chat. We you will do that. Yes, in just a few seconds, we'll hear all about festive creativity with students. Let's see. Welcome back, and you made it to this part of the section of this Last Night Recap podcast. And to kick it off at the Americas chat, um, I'm going to start with a tweet of the week, which was by Jessica Garrigan, um, which is at Jess Garrigan, who is one of the ladies who's running the 12 Days of Creativity. And um, as we were talking about sharing and inspiring others, I wanted to kick off with a little um, hint or tip. Um, she said, fun tip, if you take a photo in portrait mode and then turn it into stage light, um, you can easily instant alpha it in Keynote. So for the listeners... Um, we'll put the link into the show notes. But what portrait mode does is um, it will highlight um, the object and it will basically create a black background, which you can then easily remove using instant alpha in either keynote numbers or um, pages. So no need for a green screen or a blank background is what she says. And um, she shouts out to um, at Keila Dunkerley for being her model. The little video tutorial is in the link, so you can have a look at that if you of the um, backgrounds. If you don't have a green or a blue background, this is a great tip from Jessica. And to kick that off, guys, into um, questions, I took two questions, which um, it's more of a what would you do with it than a, than a deep discussion. Because um, three of the questions of this chat were... Um, challenges that you had had to do throughout the chat and the other uh three questions were more of like ideas and generating ideas what you would do so i picked out question number four and two um four being using the shapes in keynote 
take a picture of a person, uh, an object, or you, and add shapes to give your photo a festive twist. Um, but the question that came out of it was, how can you use shapes in your classroom this season? I'll let you have a thought about that. And then whoever is ready first goes for it. I think lots of ideas from these creative minds. So yeah, I'm I'll, ready to listen to it. Go, yeah, Mark. I've got, I've got one. Um, so I did this last year with uh, my classes. Um, and it's one that, that ties itself into the festive side of things. So the way that we did it was we had the pupils take a picture of themselves and then use line draw to draw over themselves. Um, we then took the circle shapes and we were able to turn them into um, Christmas baubles that you would hang, hang from your tree. Yeah. Um, we would then use the shape library to get the snowflakes and create a snowflake um, scene going across the top of it. And it would turn into an animated card where inside the, the bauble would be a, an opaque version of the of the child's face that had been drawn and they would they would create their own the way that you used to create baubles with the with the children in class and you would put a photograph inside this was a, a sort of a, a technology version of that where you were still doing the same thing but you were having them do it with a technology festive twist where they were they were looking at everything that was around and it was actually quite a good um it was a good engaging task because for the younger ones all we did was have them put a, a, a picture of a, a snowman or, um, you know, something that, that uh, out of a library that I got from Pixabay, I would send, mm -hmm. let them pick from Santa or a snowman or some other, um, some other Christmas scene. They would put that inside the Christmas bauble and animate it. And uh, the whole point was sort of taking this this traditional thing that we would do, this Christmas card style, and, yeah. and turn it into a, a, a gift for a video. Well, that's great. And I've to tell, yes, and that uh, idea I've just seen, um, and it might have been Jacob, I don't know anymore, um, but a green screen version of that where um, in the snow globe, um, you would have your shape in there and then the globe would be in green and then a little video um, was, was placed as a background so you could actually see the snow or whatever video you want to get from uh, Pexel's video um, that you can use royalty-free. Um, on top of that, Matt or Johan? Yeah, I, I can continue actually because Go. we did almost the same thing. But uh, we actually used a picture of... Um, a student's face and we drawn on top of it in in keynote and then we use that on a snowman mm -hmm. that they created from the forms within in keynote and then they had to put that into um their front yard if if you may yeah so they took a picture of the front yard they animated it on the top and then they had a face and then they had to replace what they liked like their their nose with a carrot or, or the mouth with stones or whatever they liked. And that was really a creative time. And we just had fun with it. And that's it. Uh, it was really fun. Cool. Very simple. I think, I think similar. I think, um, you know, can I build on anything that's been said? Probably not. Um, similar to my last year, I, I did like an animated Christmas card, but you used the shapes to make the front room of, of your house with a, um, mm -hmm. a fireplace and a Christmas tree and the baubles on it and then using just uh, just the magic move to just make the baubles all change colour from one slide to the next and then and then kind of export that as a um, as a movie because we didn't have animated GIFs 
back then, back then, like this is like the future of them. it was like back then, back when back when Kino was back in the day, back when Kino was black and white. Yeah, yeah, you had to use tangrams and then place them on your screen. Oh, it was yeah. crazy, <laughs> crazy days. Um, <laughs> a lot of film on the floor. Yeah. But again, just that sort of simple, simple sort of activity that you could do using Magic Move and just using the shapes to just sort of build a build a nice image and it was something that you know i've taken into schools and seen the children kind of really engage with and, and that's that's mm-hmm. what all this is about really right it's it's that engagement yeah. piece and you know adding your voice over the top of it to send a little message home to to mum or dad or whoever's at home and you know all of the the lovely features that you can have in keynote um with with adding all those different elements in but keeping it really really simple in terms of it's it's just about building shapes and playing around with shapes and and being as creative as you can with things. So, yeah, yeah, it's think, almost like building a little photo booth um, with with elements and accessories and all of that. Yeah, on it. Martin, yeah. you were going to say something. Yeah, I was just going to say. I mean, as much as as great as the the doodle a day and the drawing aspect and everything is, I, I recently I've been doing quite a lot with just the shapes within Keynote themselves and actually seeing how you can take the shapes to actually build a picture. How you might be cutting yeah. some of the shapes and. Um, you know the the fact that you can use the the cutout tool when you group things, um, and I've 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 always been quite keen at showing pupils how they can actually create an image without necessarily putting a pencil to paper. It's you were talking about tangrams there, Kurt, and mm-hmm. how you can actually build a shape using other shapes or build a picture using other shapes. Yep. And when we when we think about the the extensive library, even just on iPad OS. I mean, there's over, what, 500 shapes or something within the Keynote over Pages and Numbers yeah. library? Yeah. Um, if you can't find a shape in there, make it. You know, actually, if, if you didn't have a, a shape on your bit of paper, what did you do? You would fold the shape, you would fold the paper to get the shape yeah. that you want. And I think showing pupils that they can actually be creative without necessarily realizing that they're being creative you know it's 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 putting that twist on it and it's really when you see them getting engaged in that way it's it's incredible i we did one it's not a festive one but it, uh, we did one for visit japan where we turned them into a, a almost like a motion comic um, and it was all just done with the shapes library and the things that the pupils were able to come out with were just absolutely brilliant um, and i think that you know going back to what matt was saying that that way where you can get Pupils engaged with something that comes out of the box, that comes, you know, you've all, you've got the iPad, you're not worrying about uh, an additional app, an additional setting, an additional feature. It's all something that is on your device the minute it comes straight out of the box. That's the most important part. Yeah. And I, I wanted to highlight something that, that goes along with that, that I uh, came across on, um, on Twitter. Um, Tony Vincent um, posted it and it's called shape grams. Um, now shape grams are picture puzzles. Um, but that will help you to see shapes in almost everything. So if you're a lover of, uh, tangrams, um, mm-hmm. it will help you to build your own shapes. And in, in, in a lot of the work that I've been doing, those shapes have been really, really essential, um, in the minimalistic kind of design that I, that I really love. Um, and just playing with basic colors. So uh, for me, Palaton, for instance, is a website that I use a lot. And it's palaton.com. Um, that will help you okay. build your own color palette and then use your shapes in that way. So whatever you want to build, um, 
something that happened um, tweeted out from directly from the classroom um, by a school where I think it was first to fourth graders for the gingerbread house challenge. They built their whole gingerbread houses out of shapes, easily done, and it helps them with so many things in mathematics, um, but also in Um, could I ask you the same question? Do you use drawing to enhance a lesson with your students? I think in a similar way. I think, uh, are we still talking like Christmassy type things? Um, it could be anything. Like it, this one said, um, using the drawing tools and pages, share what winter looks like in your area. Um, how could you use drawing to enhance a lesson with your students? <laughs> I would just open it up. It doesn't have to be for Christmas. But, but I think with the Christmas one, what's quite nice is, is and we sort of joke about Martin and Johan's weather conversation <laughs> at the start of every podcast. Uh -huh. But but if you, if you look at that, you know, the picturesque card of, of a Christmas card is always the, the winter scene and everything. Yeah, yeah, I look out my window now and it's it's drizzly at best. Um, so having having that opportunity to say to children, you know, take a photo out the window and, and what would be your perfect Christmas day to wake up to? And, and, you know, use the tools, the drawing tools to kind of draw. And it's very similar to the um, draw the world you'd like to see challenge that, that went around sort of yeah. whenever it was. Um, uh, this Earth year. Day. I think it, yeah, for Earth Day, I think something like that is, is a really kind of nice engaging activity because then it also brings out, it brings out that conversation. When you draw a picture, you then, people will ask you, like, what, what have you drawn? And then, then you get that description to it. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a closed kind of activity where it's, I just sit down and draw something. It can become a, a conversation starter and a comparison. And, you know, you can kind of see likenesses in someone else's work to what you've done and, and then sort of form a bond there because you see things the same, but you might not have ever had a conversation with that person. And now you've got a reason to talk to them or, or conversely, it could be that someone's drawn something completely different to you and you want to know why they've done that. So I think always thinking that technology can bring people together and not always be something which is, you know, face down in an iPad and, and everyone's doing something separately, but, but actually mm -hmm. use it as a, as a place to start a conversation. What I like about drawing stuff or explaining things is that I actually teach them how to think and how to follow a process. So where to build from and what to build upon the second thing. So you have a first layer, you have a second layer or a third layer. So it's uh, drawing is a very good tool to teach people how to think from a logical point of view or from a process point of view. So I like that very much. So, for example, brain uh, mind maps or, or, or just thinking out loud or whatever. There's a process that you can yeah. teach and you can visualize that process within drawing something mm -hmm. and and that's what i like about it and especially when you can record it in keynote and then you know have a have it as a film that someone can look at and not in your and just outside your lesson or wherever they want to be in the world and i like that that's my it's almost like the pencil becomes the extension of the brain your exactly. imagination that you your have just and your didactics or whatever you want to say so i think it's mm -hmm. important yeah martin you've had some experience with drawing and i think in 2019 that was one of your uh, new year's resolutions or at least it looked like that because you threw yourself at procreate 
Yeah, I was kind of um, I was looking at how I could I could upskill myself and and sort of um, look at how drawing can be used as a as a way to to increase pupil engagement. Um, and one of the ways that I like to do that with students is especially younger ones who are maybe struggling to get involved and actually get get um, engaged with drawing because they you know they, they give it a go but it's actually seeing how it can all link in together is I quite like using the um, the shape library but drawing tools within the shape library to enhance an object so the the example that we did recently was again it was an interactive Christmas card but it was a uh, we had, we had various things going on. We had Santa flying across the sky, but we then had penguins um, skating downhill, and it was a picturesque scene type of thing. And what I, I wanted to do with the pupils was instead of just taking the penguin uh, the penguin object from the shape library was we changed the color to black, but then we used the, the drawing tool to add the, the the highlights and the colors and we would draw around the shape and we would actually create our own version of it. It was something that we saw happen at Institute last year that, that really got me thinking how you can you can use drawing plus the shapes to give yourself a stencil and a template. Um, and it's it's sometimes pupils might not know where to start. And I think knowing that start, knowing that process, knowing how that all goes together. And that's what I was looking at with Procreate was, you know, what Johan was saying, the layering, putting things behind, putting things at the start. But knowing where to start from and what that idea is from that start is is sometimes the most challenging thing, especially with drawing is, you know, my, my son and, and daughter often say to me, what will I draw? And I often turn around to my wife and I say, what will I draw? And, you know, the question is, what are you looking at? What do you have in front of you? What are you wanting to, what do you want it to look like after you're finished? Think about that process. And then once you know where you're starting from, how you get there becomes that little bit easier, albeit challenging. Yeah. Talking about like what to draw um, and, and being a little bit of an, of an, of an old school kind of guy or an old school romantic kind of guy in that way. Um, I love making the handwritten cards. I mean, going to a store and buying a Christmas card made by someone else, I sometimes look at it and say, oh, that's keynote shapes. Um, we could do that ourselves. Or with a little bit of drawing, um, we could make our own cards. And making your own cards makes it more personal. So we've got this tradition going on for a few years now where um, we draw our own cards um, based upon pictures that we take or shapes that we add to those pictures. But it eventually becomes a handwritten and um, personalized card. And then we use an app called the Felt app. That's F-E-L-T. And um, you can have your cards printed over there and delivered um, to your loved ones. So um, and we'll add that one to the show notes. But it's, it's a really, really nice way of doing that. And then having those drawings, I've seen this week specifically um, the GarageBand influence coming and um, people adding their own jingles and music to uh, <laughs> to the drawing. Seamless, Kurt. So, wow. Seamless. <laughs> you should be an anchor. <laughs> the only place they'll have me is over here. Um, but looking at and listening to jingles, I think as we are going to dive into your challenge, Martin, of drawing on top of that image, um, let's see what jingle that Matt can uh, come up with or came up with already um, throughout his busy week. So, Matt, are you ready? I am ready. All right. We're ready to listen to you, buddy. 
questions with Matt. I've, there we go. Hey. Yeah, I like the I like the jingle bells. Little bit of a festive jingle in there for you guys. So you know, I still got to work on how to integrate the questions with Matt element into it. But you know, yeah, I'm not a lyrical genius, just a just a jingle genius. So when's the best of coming for Ask the Christmas? Santa. That's that's a 2020 uh, <laughs> album release. Matt, if you send me the files, I will release it with this episode. <laughs> I will there. release. If um, anybody ever steals. And Martin, thank you. That would be such a release. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the minute he puts that on, the Christmas number one down. in the UK. We need to get Christmas number one in the UK. That's We need to know that by Sunday. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Sarcasm travels across <laughs> the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't want it to be all I want for Christmas again. No. no. Yeah. So. <laughs> Guys, um, welcome to Questions with Matt, uh, the section where we get some questions in from our listeners. And we haven't been disappointed this week with a fantastic uh, kind of recap and question from Jacob Woolcock. So let's just take a listen to that now. Hi, Matt. It's Jacob Woolcock here from Cornwall. I've got a question for you about New Year's resolutions, particularly of 2020 coming up. My goal for next year is to try and connect far more globally, both myself personally and also with my classroom, linking at other places around the world. And I wondered for you, on the theme of creativity, what your creative resolution is for next year. Is there anything that you're hoping to create or that you want to create more of? And what benefits do you think this will bring both to you personally and also to the wider community of educators that we all work with? I'm really excited to see what you create next year. You've done some amazing stuff this year. Um, and yeah, any sneak peeks that you can tell us about? Great, guys. So, you know, we've talked about this a little bit already in terms of where our hopes are for the new year. And I suppose because we get into that time of year, it is something that everyone thinks about. But I really like this idea of what are our what are our creative resolutions? What What is it that we're thinking about from a creative point of view? Um, Martin, I'm going to chuck this over to you first and, okay. and give the others a little bit of time to, to think about their responses. <laughs> it's like, how, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, do you think I've got one already? <laughs> Martin, go on and fire, fire us. Creative I like that. Resolution. So I can just say whatever Martin said. I can't add anything <laughs> I, to that. I, I agree. <laughs> That's my comment. I agree. Yeah. Um, no, I've got, a, I've got a couple of uh, creative resolutions. The first one is um, vector style graphics. So drawing, as Kurt said earlier, drawing was something that I was wanting to um, it's something I've always liked but it was something I was wanting to reignite my passion for this year but next year I'd like to see where I could take it next and with apps like Adobe Illustrator um, Fresco, uh, have a look at Fresco, Fresco yep, I've, been using, yeah. Yeah, I've been using that as well um, uh, apps like Vectornator apps that, that allow you to create vector graphics on the iPad using the pencil um, I, I'd like to upskill myself in, in sort of doing that but then see how can you take a skill like that and not use a £20 app or an app that requires an account but just use something like Keynote or Pages and I've kind of been doing that with the shapes uh, tools that I've been doing so I'd like to see if there's a way that that, that can become a little bit more accessible for learners and a, a little bit more accessible for teachers without having to redo um, lesson plans or, or take away as again time back into what we were saying earlier this show with Johan and teachers not having enough time something that is easy to replicate and I think one way I'm going to try and integrate some of these creative tasks is and I don't want to give too much away on this but I'd like to see if there's a way that this can all tie together with shortcuts and um, 
you know, if there was a shortcuts bell, now would be the time it dings. But shortcuts is obviously something that I'm very passionate about. Something I use all the time. Something I do that, well. Though. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't like to talk about it that much. Um, I keep it I keep it quiet. Yeah, but no, I'd like to. I think this this year, you know, my shortcuts. I'm not on the level of someone like Frederico Vitici, who literally has written the amazing shortcuts. But they're for everyday life, and they're for the the kind of average user. I would like to find ones that are specific to teachers and create ones that are specific to teachers. I've collated some of those in my book, but that's getting a little bit out of date and I'd like to try and make it so that they are a little bit more complex, but a little simpler to use, if that makes sense. It, it does very much. Yes, good. Um, it's been a while since we've heard you talk about shortcuts, so it's a little festive cheer to hear there you we go. mention I, it again. I aim to please. <laughs> uh, Kurt, what about yourself? Um, for myself, I think on the creative part, I want to keep challenging um, in the areas where I think I'm I'm not strong, um, because I think something magical might happen there or disastrous. But at least I'll learn something from it. Um, I mean, you've inspired me by keep pushing yourself and going out every week, even though you get pushed back. Um, I <laughs> I do think the jingles are are uh, are getting better. Um, <laughs> So um, something in, in, the, in the music, something in the drawing, like just going to look at other artists and experience that and, and finding my creativity in simple things, in, in exhibits, in, in whatever's around me. And, and it's a little bit of a repetition of what we said earlier in the show about looking at, um, really looking at the environment and what's around me and, and using that creativity um, for that bigger goal or to inspire others who have um, a way better talent in that than me um, to use their creative voices and um, make it a better place. Very good. Very well said. If we don't have a 2020 jingle challenge where we have a jingle off between you and Matt, I think we're missing a beat. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sorry. 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 Here, here. <laughs> there come the dad jokes. Uh, Sorry. Then that's the title of most of my jingles, Missing a Beat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only two seasons behind if I start making jingles. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Johan, dare I ask you, and, or are you just going to say exactly what they said? No, I'm not, actually. Oh, <laughs> look at that. He's come up with a creative answer as Ooh. well. Already, <laughs> new flavor of ice cream. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm yeah. getting a new flavor ice cream. That's what I'm doing. Now, from a personal point of view, actually, uh, I'm quite excited. I'm um, uh, recording my third record with my friend from when I used to go to university, actually. Uh, so that's my personal creative thingy uh, that we're doing but on a professional level I'm really getting into WCAG if you know what it means do you know what it is guys not, not a clue <laughs> so the letters or, that Matt was missing <laughs> the <know>? CAG or <laughs> VCAG Bingo. or whatever you say are we playing Scrabble online <laughs> no definitely uh, so all um all things on the internet has to be uh, for people um, that are maybe not seeing that well or having problems yeah, the with web. the site. Or, yeah. So you have to be tabbing anything. So I'm, I'm really going through and, and looking at colors and 
doing new things within our systems and and things like that to make it more accessible. And I think it's really important that people um, can be accessible on the internet. And I think it's a bit uh, stuck and a bit uh, choppy right now. So I'm uh, really uh, studying that and looking into uh, making new solutions for that. So that's my professional challenge for 2020 uh, because I think it uh, should be accessible all the time and that's it like it yeah very good and Matt mine um, so, so dare I say get better at jingles or drawing or making videos um, jingles definitely <laughs> wow uh, <laughs> Hey, at least he's not seeing getting better at questions with Matt. So you got that. <laughs> no, those um, are good <laughs> because there are yeah. other people. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Building a, building a thicker skin for all these that, that, thrown out of you. Yeah. yeah. Getting creative with my responses to Johan. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think something that I thought about this year is, is obviously my, my sort of book series, um, has been going really nicely but I've kind of got to a point now where it kind of takes a long time to get a book together um so I was thinking what what might really benefit my students um which is what the, the intention of the books was in the first place is just little snippets of ideas rather than waiting to package everything together in a book but um so I was thinking of setting up a new blog um where I could just you know if I have a good idea for something it could be done similar to what Kurt was saying before you know you get inspiration because you've seen something and then you think oh what mm -hmm. how could we tweak that if I watch a tv show and think oh that that would be great for kids to do something similar in school you know that real world authentic sort of learning opportunity and then just put it straight out so that it can it can be used by by my students so that's that's something I want to try and put together so I've started to you know, piece a little bit together and, and just formulate some ideas of what it could look like. Um, I've already got a name for you, man. Go on in. Pulling it all together. Brilliant. <laughs> there you go. How, how is your job in the Christmas cracker joke writing uh, factory at the moment? It's coming apart. <laughs> oh, God. Walked right into it. Yeah, sorry. I'm on fire. Uh, Sorry, that was a cracker. Yeah. Oh god! So yeah, so that's 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 my plan. Time out. Um, Time out. <laughs> you want to like some salt crackers with vanilla ice cream? You can tell it's really Christmas. Oh my god! Um, I'm sorry, I'm awake. So, oh. so so yeah, so that's what I'm planning on doing. So guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna swiftly end this section before it gets far too out of hand um, with uh, Christmas and festive cheer um, guys thanks and Jacob thank you for your question um, hopefully we've, we've given you a decent enough response to it and as ever if you have a question we will let you know later on in the show how you can get in touch with us but thank you very much thank you Matt and thank you guys for your putting up with my dad jokes but as <laughs> always your candid response and your brilliant response uh, uh, responses to each of the the chats and Matt's question we've come to that time of the show where sadly it is time to wrap things up um, it's literally because it's Christmas time so it is always an idea to wrap your presents and to you know, put a bow on it, and that's what we're going to do with the show. We're going to wrap it up for this episode with a lovely bow on top. But before we do that, 
are we going to do anything next week, Kurt? Are we going to have a, a chat? I know uh, the EMEA chats have finished, but I think Americas are still going, aren't they? There's still one going, yeah. And uh, Larry Reeve is hosting uh, one on graphic literature. So it's December 17th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Um, if you want to jump into that one, the questions are available as always at the Apple Teacher Learning Center. Um, we might recap that one in the new year so that we have an EMEAS and an Americas one. Um, and EMEA is looking for people to host um, some of the Apple EDU chats. And Martin, which months specifically? Uh, February. We are really looking for some uh, hosts in, in the, the February term. There you go. So if you are available and you probably have something to talk about or ask questions about, reach out to Martin or Miriam Walsh. And then I think it's easiest if we talk about those Twitter handles. And how can we reach you, Martin? That's a good idea. Johan, do you want to break that down? If people want to leave us a, a Christmas review or a nice gift under the tree of iTunes, how can they do that? Oh, they should definitely do it on Twitter. And uh, if you want to do it to the show, it's at last recap. But if you want to do it personally, which I would do, um, ice cream for me, for example, um, <laughs> at Anderson <laughs> underscore edu. That's very important. A lot of ice cream. Uh, and if they want to reach you, um, let's say um, Kurt. For me, it's at Mr. Kurt. Oh, that's M-E-E-S-T-E-R-K-U-R-T. And what are um, you looking for? What am I looking for? Yeah, not really for Christmas. Specific. For Christmas. Not really specific. Uh, my glasses. Um, <laughs> time time. Uh, okay. I would say very inappropriate things, but I'm not going to go that way. No, always. Uh, Matt. Uh, so I am at Matt6453. And you're looking for? More supportive friends. Oh my! That's going to be a challenging one. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. And you lot are off the list. <laughs> <laughs> and Martin, I am at M Coots C O U T T S. And you 81. are looking for? Uh, I'm looking for uh, weights and measures, and I'm looking for it's. I'm trying to lose some weight, so I, I need to try and measure that. So if someone could help me. That would be awesome. I just need to say that we love you as you are, mate. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for downloading this podcast. If you like the show, please rate and review us. Listeners, comments, and ratings keep us high in the rankings so that new listeners can find us. Be sure to find us at Last Recap on Twitter for more news and podcasts. Over to you, the, the man that we love as you are. Thank you very much. As I as I was saying to um, all the teachers, I've been giving the iPads out. It's a fat guy with a beard giving you an iPad. Christmas has come early. Uh, well, that's true. So, <laughs> it is. I know. Fat guy with a beard with a Scottish accent. So I'm the Scottish Santa. It's absolutely fine. Um, as Matt said earlier in the show, if you're wanting to leave us a message, leave a, a, a voice message, you can do that on Anchor. You can search for Last Recap. There'll be a little button that says Voice Messages. If you record it, just as uh, Jacob did, we'll be able to include it in the show for discussion, puns, and dissection of Matt's jingles. <laughs> Guys... Thank you very much. I'm just going to um, say to each of you, um, it has been an absolute pleasure for me personally 
to sit here every week or as, as weekly as we've been able to do with uh, three friends having a having a giggle, having a, a, a frank discussion, but also being able to be, as the show says, serious, but not um, being able to take a serious uh, topic such as education, but put the fun back into it and actually show that it doesn't all have to be doom and gloom and serious all the time and we can actually add a bit of humour. So I would just like to say to each of you individually, thank you very much. Have a restful holiday break um, and I'll be talking to you all throughout the, the, the holiday anyway, but officially last night recap is going to take a, a, a couple of weeks break until we come back in 2020. Matt, thank you very much, my friend. Thank you very much. I shall talk to you soon. Yeah. Johan, I hope you get a white Christmas, but if you don't, make sure you have some white ice cream. Oh, definitely. And it's been an honor. And I would like to say from all the Vikings, good jul. Awesome. And Mr. Kurt, Thanks, thank guys. you so much. Thank yeah. you. It's uh, been a privilege. I hope to hear more of you in 2020. And happy holidays and plenty of feasts and all vast and glücklich new year. And from me to everyone listening, have a restful break and we'll see you next year. Bye. Bye.